From Be Still, Be Free, it's the Bcast with Amber Miller, Sarah Godey, and Monica Steely. For more resources and information related to today's episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Hello and welcome to the Bcast. My name is Amber Miller and I am here with Monica Steely. Bonjour. And you did not. <laughs> May we. I never know what's going to come out of her mouth when we do the intros. It's always something I'm crazy. I'm so adventurous in my greetings. <laughs> Bonjour, that is my favorite. Okay. Um, and I'm also here with Sarah Godey. So I'm going to be plain and yeah, simple. It's I'm a little bit bold. more normal. Hello. <laughs> you say that with such confidence. You're obviously very presaria. She's <laughs> She's a little bit more um, stable-minded, sound mind. Oh, what are you trying to say? Sober-minded. It's the left brain, right brain thing. It is the left. Hilarious. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. Okay, so welcome to the B-Cast. Obviously, it's going to be Beyond a Albany. great day. with a t- <laughs> It's going to be a victorious day. With a ton of fun, a ton of laughing. Um, who knows what's coming. Sarah did not give us her notes for today, so Monica and I are totally like, we have no idea what's this about to happen. Adventure. This is an adventure. We are flying by the seat of our face. I like to keep them guessing. <laughs> So um, we're in the middle of our series, Be Brave. Brave. Be Brave. Love it. We've done Be Adventurous. We've done Be Bold. And today we're covering Be Victorious, which right. is one oh. of my, I mean, that word, this is the title. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's do this. So Sarah, what is it, being victorious? What does that mean? It always makes me laugh when I do some words and I'm like, man, why did it take us so long to get to this one? This one should have been at the beginning. <laughs> I know. We say that like they every, all should have been at the they beginning. They should have all been at the beginning. God has a plan though. Um, so victorious, I, I told um, the girls earlier that I feel like all the words that we're doing in the series have songs. And so <laughs> oh, yeah. when it, I think of being victorious, I think of a victory in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the great thing is, is, you know, a lot of the old hymns have a lot of gospel truth to them. And that song really, I'm not going to sing it for everybody. I was waiting. Um, like, why is this No, I'm not going to. But it does have a lot of gospel truth in it. And I grew up on that song. So it was really cool to think of that song and then to do this study and just see the beauty of how those those hymns really do have a mm-hmm. lot of mm-hmm. goodness to them. Yeah. I love new stuff too, but I wish we did hymns a little more often than we do. Um, so victory defined, success in or act of defeating an opponent or an enemy, achievement of mastery or success in a struggle or endeavor against odds or difficulties. Victorious mm-hmm. is characteristic of or expressing a sense of victory or fulfillment. Um, the Greek definition is N-I-K-A-O, Nike, Nike, it's where Nike comes from, which means to conquer yes. of Christians mm. that hold fast their faith even until death against the power of their foes and temptations and persecutions. Yeah. And I love that. Hold fast their faith even until death against the power of their foes, temptations, and persecutions. So I've got a few fun facts. Um, Andrew Smith, one of the articles that I read and and got some information from, says in the Old Testament use, the concept of victory signifies more than just a military conquest, though it does include that. For many of the writers of the Old Testament, victory is ultimately something that comes from the Lord, and it is the Lord who carries on the fight. How awesome is that? That reminds me of Amber's favorite verse, be still, the Lord will fight for you. Yes, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still, Exodus 14, 14. And and that is just so perfect. And I'm going to give you a couple of these 
um, stories, but I would really encourage everyone in one of our practical applications this week is to go and dig into Old Testament stories of victory. Mm. Yes, um, because almost every time you see them, you're going to see that the it was the Lord who yeah. carried the battle. It wasn't the people. Right. That's so true. Um, so. For first example, the Lord will go with the Israelites in their conquest of Canaan. He will fight against their enemies, and he will give them the victory. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say they got the victory. Oh, yeah. No, but I do think it's important to note that they had to go and be willing to take it. That's right. And then he he did the fighting. That's yeah. right. Like, they, they physically There's had to go. There's some responsibility there. Yeah. They, and they, they had, had to, to trust. He tells them, I'm yes. going with you. They have to trust that he is yes. going with them. But it's the adventurous. Yes, it is. Right? They had, to, they had to go into the adventure of the battle. But they needed to also remember they weren't going into the adventure alone. Right. And that God had told them he was going to give them the victory. Yeah. Right. And it's that trusting, of the, trusting. of the adventure. Even when we were talking about adventurous, and this wasn't a victory of a battle, but I was just even thinking of Moses and when God right. called him out of his homeland, sent him to, you know, Egypt. And then... Look what he he does with him, or I guess it wasn't Moses, it was um, um, Abraham, sorry, mm-hmm. that he calls and takes him into Egypt with Sarah, right? Yeah. I mean, they leave everything that they have, they leave everything that they know, and he had to take the adventure based on God saying, hey, I want you to leave and I want you to go here. And then you think of Moses coming out of Egypt with the Israelites, mm-hmm. right? and he gives them every reason why he can't be the leader in the adventure. Oh, yeah. And God says, no, you're the man, you are the leader of the adventure, and what an adventure Right. Those 40 years were, right? right? Right. Um, So I loved adventure. It really made me think of a lot of Old Testament calling out of and and leading into something. And a lot of those led into victories. Um, Jonathan's role in Israel's victory over the Philistines was possible only because he and God fought together against the enemy. That was 1 Samuel 14, 45. David's defeat of Goliath was, in mm-hmm. fact, the Lord's victory wrought for all of Israel, 1 Samuel 19, 5. Mm. Proverbs reminds the reader that while human preparation is necessary for battle, ultimately victory belongs to the Lord. That's yeah. in Proverbs 21, 31. Mm-hmm. And there were so many examples. Like, I wanted to write them all down because I, I thought, what a great, I mean, all the way through the Old Testament to the mm-hmm. very end before we get to the birth of Christ. And I thought, that is really unique because you think about the battles and you think about the men but you don't necessarily think about god fighting it with them you know the battle of jericho right in the adventure of walking around the walls right and how silly that was they i love what you just sorry i didn't know but i love what you just said about the preparedness because Mm -hmm. i always think about david how when he went to fight goliath he picked out five stones Mm -hmm. like he took the time to pick out five it only took the first one but if the first one didn't work, he was prepared he and was had prepared. more in his arsenal. Yeah. That's right. And so it's it's that perfect tension of be prepared and then let God and do the trust, work. Yeah. Well, it's like our circle maker that we've read, you know, as a group. Um, he says, work like it depends on you, but pray like it depends yeah. on God. And yes. that's so perfect, like that it's tension that you're talking about. It's a beautiful, victorious illustration. It when yeah. it takes me back when um, I was here on that Wednesday night service with you all, and I spoke about um, something that Greg and Gary had said about resolution. You mm-hmm. know, people want resolution, but they don't realize that they're part of the right. the resolution. They're part of they have the to do something yeah. Right. They're part of the solution to the resolution. And so many times, I think we sit and we pray and we pray and we pray for God to do something, but we don't ever start walking yeah. right. through the journey yeah. and allow Him to open and close the doors and to speak to us boldly yeah. because mm-hmm. He will. But if we're just sitting and waiting for it to magically happen, right? That's not preparedness. That's right. not 
that's that's just yeah you the know. walls came down at, around Jericho not because they blew the horn God's the one that did the did, made the walls fall that's right but they followed the orders that's right and they were faithful they were faithful to do what they had and been obedient. asked to do that's right yeah interestingly enough in the New Testament and of course it depends on what um, translation you're using but Andrew Smith also says that really the word victory only occurs about five times. Hmm. Three of those are Old Testament references. Two of them are New Testament, and they fall more closely to Revelation, which I think is really interesting because we're talking about the end battle. Um, and it, again, I would really encourage people, get in the Word. You know, you can open up your computer, computer do a, a quick little Google search, you know, victory in the New Testament, victory in the, that's how I found all of this. And there are a lot of really neat nuggets about where this word is and how it's used. Um, it's important to know where victory comes from, though. First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty seven says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that the Old Testament stories prove that that victory comes in and through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But when we get into, or through God, when we get into the New Testament, um, you know, he had sent his son, died on the cross for us. We have the opportunity for salvation now. And um, we have to remember that all that victory is going to come through him. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things that you have to realize is it comes through your faith. Being born again, born of God, God is the ultimate source of victory. Yes. And I loved that last week you even touched on um, needing to have that salvation experience, right. needing mm -hmm. to have that relationship with God. Right. Um, for those listeners who maybe don't have a relationship with God, this is going to look really different than if you do have a relationship right. with God. For those of us who do have a relationship with God, we know that it's because of our faith that we have the victory. Yes. The hard thing to remember is that you don't see faith. Mm. You know, it's the evidence of things not seen. And right. so it's really hard sometimes, I think, for us to remember that we do already have the victory because we're having to believe that we have it through our faith, not because of anything that we do. Right. Right. Faith is, is the being part. It's the accepting part of right. what God is. Um, in 1 John 4, 5 and 5, 4, it says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Um, victorious and overcome will overlap a lot in the, the New Testament. Um, since believing on him is the key to being born of God, the key to victory is faith. Not only an initial come to the altar and get saved kind of faith, but a consistently abiding faith, Ooh. an ongoing reliance and trust upon Jesus Christ. Yes. Holler. Holler. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out be abiding. abiding. And yes. if you did not have an opportunity to listen to be abiding, I really, I think, um, abiding meant a lot to me. It oh, really, it did. Like I just loved, I, I loved the word anxiously awaiting. There was another, um, phrase that you used for expectantly, that. Expectantly, waiting expectantly yes, on the You were Lord. just kind of waiting there to see what was going to yeah. happen. And I think of that here, like even in, in a battle, we're just, we're waiting anxiously to see how we're going to win the battle of whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, yeah. we got to remember that the battle that is won is death. Victory over sin and victory over death. Right. That's really the victory. But we all have our own little personal vic uh, battles, battles in life. Right. And we just got to remember to go through it with him That's and right. not to try to go through it on our own. Yes. Um, knowing who Jesus is, not just as a matter of facts or information, but as food for life, fills the soul with so great things concerning him as to easily turn this world into a con contemptible shadow and deprive, deprive it of all its former power over us. Mm. 
that's the be still and know yeah. that I am God. Yeah. Um, right. It overcomes the world. This tells us we overcome primarily because of who we are in Christ and not because of what we do. And those were not my words. This is, <laughs> this is I, I know, I'm like all these little do references and abiding and everything. The guy who wrote this article is David Guzik. It was fantastic because I just really sat here and I thought, you know, the whole concept of be still be free is really to live a victorious life. It yeah, is. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's really what it's all it about. Is. And it was like this little green light was just flashing in my head like, oh my gosh, go, 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 yeah. go into this whole thing of victory because it's in sitting still, learning who he is and allowing him in and through us to conquer our victories right gives us the victorious life mm -hmm. and so it all just all goes together and the abiding yeah. you know you have to abide um look at any greek lexicon you like and you will find the word faith or believe does not merely mean to believe but to trust to confide in to commit to mm. and trust with and so forth the very marrow of the meaning of faith is confidence in reliance upon. Confidence is what we're talking about yeah, last yeah. week with boldness. And that's Charles Spurgeon. I that's love so great. that. That is so cool. Um, how is it we can become world overcomers in Jesus? And this is what I love. These are Jesus' promises. One, in the world you will have tribulation. We're not going to be free of tribulation. That's and right. the, if anything... Once you become well, a believer, more. man, Satan yeah. is mad at you. <laughs> like, Satan's yeah. not mad at you if you're not a Christ follower. He's he, got you yeah. where he wants he you. He is yeah. ticked at you if you're a yeah. Christ follower. So we're going to have tribulation. Then he says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Right. Cheerful that so courage. Much. That's right. Cheerful courage. I thought about that when we were talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. last week. Cheerful courage. It's something that, um, it's a blog post that I'm working on, um, but it's the, that concept of your, it's freedom in, not from. That's right. Ooh, say that again. Freedom in, not freedom from. Tweet that. That's I love so that. Yeah, we need and to tweet so that. And so it's freedom in the trials and freedom in the tribulation and freedom in the struggle because we will have them. He just That's said right. it. But we have freedom in it, not from it. Oh, not my gosh. It. If we could just wrap our heads around that. I know. Could you imagine, like, how differently your life would look if you go into every trial and every tribulation thinking... I'm going to have freedom in this. That's right. Not from it. Oh, my goodness. Because revolutionary. Every, if, and if we could remember that everything is a character development. Yes. It's not going to be. Already. It's not going to be the victory of Satan. It's a character development. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. That's exactly what it is. We, we, because Jesus has overcome the world, as we abide in him, we are overcomers of the world. Yeah, John said, right. this is the second one. John said that those who were growing in their walk with Jesus, you have overcome the wicked one. As we walk with Jesus and grow in that walk, we will overcome our spiritual enemies. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is because he right. already has. That's right. He's already overcome our spiritual enemies. And right. we, that's what we got to remember. I often try to remind myself and remind other people when you're going through a battle, lots of times you think you're going through a battle with another person. Mm -hmm. It's not people. It's not. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. That's right. We wrestle against principalities. And right. I think, you know, have you ever gone through something and you look back and you're like, that really wasn't about that person. That was really oh, totally oh, Satan goodness. trying totally to. Totally welcome yeah. to my life. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Seriously. Especially like when we're bold. It's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Overcomers have a special place in the world to come. This is Revelations 3.21. I told you how it, we referenced that, and it references victory in Revelation. Jesus promised to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, mm. as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Oh, wow. So because we're going to be overcomers, and we're overcomers through Christ, we get to go to heaven and sit with him. Yeah. 
that's huge. That's yeah. beautiful. That he does, beautiful. He says, listen, you're going you're gonna to have tribulations. You're going to struggle. But don't worry. Don't get discouraged. Be cheerful about yeah. it because I am an overcomer. I have the victory. And though you have to live this life and you have to endure what struggles are in this life, on the other side of it, you're going to be dancing in victory in heaven with me. You're going to be walking the streets of gold with my father, just as I am with my father. That is so beautiful. Well, and that just, just, that's the importance of this whole like transformation of your mind that we're starting. That's right. Because if you're going through something right now and you can stay focused on that, as opposed to what you're actually in, it'll make all the difference in the world. Mm -hmm. So then he says also overcomers overcome because the blood of Jesus overcomes Satan's accusations. The word of their testimony overcomes Satan's deceptions and the, and loving not their lives overcomes Satan's violence. Overcomes Satan's violence. That's Revelations twelve eleven. So I you know, I just love we all there's such an unknown about the end of the world. We you know, and everybody's always saying, Oh, we're approaching end times and it can cause you to kind of get that little <gasps> inside of you, but we don't right. have to have that because mm-hmm. we can have confidence, right? right. We can have yeah. that confidence that we are overcomers no matter what comes our way, no matter what trial or tribulation, ultimately we are overcomers. Right. So the overcoming is really the being yeah. It's learning to be in the battle. It's learning to be in the struggle without feeling like you have to fight and you're drowning because you're already the victor, right? You're already the victor. And the being part is overcoming because the doing part, the free part is Jesus in and of us. It's Mm. God in and of us who we are in the image of Christ living day by day, despite our circumstances and shortfalls, always coming back to our need for him and understanding that the more we know him, the more we will live according to his will and we will be the feet of his gospel. Being in him, knowing him, being committed to him comes natural, becomes a natural way of life for us. The spirit becomes stronger than the flesh. And that's it. You know, again, I referenced a book that I've been listening to on, on tape from John Maxwell, and it's about the way you think, changing mm-hmm. the way you think. Um, we have got to get to that point where we change the way we think. We can't go through a battle and think God is mad at me. Right. God has given up on me. Mm. Um, you know, I must be doing something wrong. I must have sin in my life and God's trying to purge me of it. Right. We've got to change that way yeah. of thinking and realize that we are just, we are getting to know him more in tribulation. Yeah. Right. Well, he's just transforming us and take, changing us from one thing into a wholly other thing. And that goes through a whole process, which at some point we'll be podcasting about, about like this metamorphosis that we go through over and over and again and again. And you just, you can't escape it and it's normal and it's okay. And so just to have that perspective shift in it is what gives you the ability to get through it a little bit easier. And I think especially for our, where we're at today in culture and, you know, just where we are as society right now, this victim mentality that is mm-hmm. so prevalent in our culture yeah. is the opposite of the way we need to be thinking. That's right. You know, we keep seeing ourselves as these these victims. All these horrible things are happening to me. Why me? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But if we could see ourselves as victors, like it's a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is. You yeah. know? It, it changes the way you think so that's changing the way you believe and that's going to change your actions because then when you're facing your own trials and tribulations you're able to say hey this hurts I don't like it it's not easy but you don't have to get in despair over it you don't have to give up you don't have to 
you don't have to have that depression of why me? Mm -hmm. Why you? Because you know what? We are all part of the kingdom of God. And that's what I love about one of the things I read of victorious life is a life lived by allowing God in and through us to use us in his army for the kingdom. We're kingdom builders. Right. We're part of the army. Right. You can't be part of the army and never go into battle. I had a friend one time that was struggling with something and she's like, I just keep asking God, why me? And I finally was like, you know what? Why not you? Right. Like what makes you like like, there must be a level of pride or self like elevation to Mm -hmm. think that you are exempt from going through something hard. Like, why not you? Yeah. And you said that I did. I know. I know it was a bold. That was very bold for me. That was very bold. (laughs) But I I said it very gently, not quite that like harsh. Well, I'm sure that you are. Right. Because you're not not a harsh person. But, you but know, that's a really good point. Like, you know, you, we've got to stop the whole victim mentality and, and understand, like, because like we said, this self-fulfilling prophecy, the more you start thinking of yourself as this victim, the more you are going to be a victim. Right. But when you yeah. see yourself as a victor, then you're not relying on yourself yeah. anymore. You're that's relying right. on Jesus. You and, know? and let me say, God has said those exact words to me before. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, why not yeah, you? This is totally that, which is like the like only a, way that right. I... I you know, God has said that to me. That, that, I've that was coming the from somewhere else, it's not times. just from the yeah. Monica. The but I, I think what's great about this, and it was for me, is because I've walked this this life of, you know, what am I doing wrong, or right. how are you, how are you using me in this, or how are you even, you know, like I constantly would think that way because I had this concept of do all the right things. And mm. you shouldn't have to experience the tribulation. Oh, yeah. Isn't that right? just the right. worst? <laughs> and that's so the opposite. And right. that's what I loved about learning about the Old Testament stories. Because you think about, you know, Moses was used by God and Noah and Abraham and all these people. But they suffered. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just this easy. Yeah, even David, a man after God's own heart, yes. went through hell. Before yeah, he that's there. right. Legit, yeah. And then and sinned sin. and failed afterwards. That's right. So and it, sinned. Yeah, we've got to stop this whole mentality of like, if we're perfect, then, you know, then we'll win. It's not, yes. it's not like that. Yes. It's just not like that. And no. if we're perfect, God's going to reward us and, and we're never going to have to suffer. And that's not it. And I think that that's And identifying my... what winning is. Yeah. Winning isn't not having hardship. That's mm-hmm. that's just not that's it. That's not it. Winning, winning is having freedom in it. Yes. It's exactly that's exactly right. It's exactly Tweet. right. Tweet that. <laughs> yes. We need, to, we need to write this down. Well, winning is having freedom in it. But that's so true, you it know? It is. That's awesome. It I is. love that. You know, it's just like when you're running a race, like Amber ran the. Oh, ow, color race. I'm so sore. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be that kind of race, but I'm sore. But, you know, when you were running, were there times you just wanted to stop? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. But when you finished, but was you it got just that such encouragement, a, you know, yes. like all the way through it, people are like, the finish line's right over there. And, you know, and they're throwing color on you and stuff that helps yeah. too. Yeah. But, you know, you've got that, you've got that there's an end goal. Like you can see it, it's there, you know? And, and when you, ru- you when it. you reached that goal, it was, it was such a great feeling. So worth it. Yeah. yeah. So and I, worth it. I think I, I've often said, I think people miss out on some of the greatest gold and, and, um, and, and gifts and treasures because we quit the race too yes. soon. Yes. We're not committed oh. to finish. We're, we're not, com- yeah, it's the whole committed thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's part of the gift. That's part of the blessing. We don't get the blessing because we didn't stay the course. Yeah. Um, so as always, we break things down yes. into practical application. Let's talk about PA practical. time. Cool. Yeah, PA time. Um, we need, oh, we needed a little ditty. Oh, yeah. We need a little do, 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 do. Practical application. application. Or practical Get application. out your pen and paper. <laughs> no, wait, wait, do that one again. That one was a good one. 
<laughs> I don't think I can now. Practical application. <laughs> well, you have to understand that Monica is doing jazz hands when she's singing. That's so right. You gotta, <laughs> if you all get the could mental picture. see what we see. <laughs> Clap it out. Clap it out. You see what we see. Um, so, first of all, the first thing I would do is encourage you to sit down and write out what Victorious should look like yes. to you. Yeah. Because if you're thinking Victorious looks like a perfect life, never suffering, never having trial or tribulation, we really have to flip-flop. Mm-hmm. That You've got to start having that change yep. of the, the mind because Satan has told you lies. He has told you that that apple is going to feed you whatever you want it to, yep. and it's not. You've got to realize that life is full of tribulation. It's just the way it is. Um, and then... Again, I was going to say, does your list match up with the biblical truth? Right. So if it doesn't, write, start writing out the words of what a biblical truth towards victory looks like. Mm-hmm. Make it visual to you. Yeah. If it's, We're such visual creatures. If we don't see it, like a lot of this stuff I know, but it's not until I start digging in that right. I really become aware of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have these aha moments. Right. And I love having aha moments. Yes. It gets me all geeked, geeked up. up. <laughs> Hashtag um, Sarah quote. That's right. So listen, once you start changing the language, once you start changing the thought and the thinking process, you're going to start changing how you believe. Mm-hmm. When you start changing how you believe, what does it change? Your behavior. That's right. Um, I almost forgot. Wait, what? It does change. Like 600 times. You Mantra. Mantra. Um, You know, so just have that, that moment with yourself and say, hey, am I, am I really getting this the way it's supposed to be. Listen to this podcast again. Write down the truths that we talked about. If you're not a Google searcher, listen to the podcast, pen and paper. Write down some of the things, mm-hmm. the Bible verses we're talking about. Read the blog on Monday yeah. and Wednesday. We put a lot of this stuff in the blog, a lot of the, the facts and truth and yep. resources and practical That's application. Right. Go visit the blog at www.bestillbefree.com and, and see, because we're trying to give you the notes as yeah. much as we can. Jump into it every, um, every day. And do your Google search, yeah. you know, do your own, it doesn't take long, Mm-mm. you know, do your own little search and try to figure out what you think victorious living is so that you can get it. Go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. Like we talk about abide, yeah. we talk about commit, we talk about confidence, courage, like go back and listen to those things that maybe you need to, to reprogram your brain and, right. and feed it with the right thought. Cause we each have a victorious life to live. Yeah. We have to quit living in despair. Times are tough. Trials are hard, but victory is ours, saith the Lord. Yes. And if you are a believer in Christ, you've got that same victory. Amen. That's awesome. Well, um, that's all the time that we have for today. Wow. Awesome job, Sarah. This is so great. So we've got, um, we've got some victory to grab onto, right? Okay. Yes. Oh, so victory in Jesus. She's singing. It's a podcast now. Forever. And I'm going to close this out before it gets any. Any further. Tambourine's coming out in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the victory and assurance that we have in you, God. You're so great, and and you're so trustworthy, and we understand that um, we will have trials because of you, God, but because of the world and the way that it is, but we can take heart because you have overcome the world and the victory has already been won. And we just praise you, Jesus, for um, being the battle winner. And we love you and we thank you. We pray for everyone listening to this podcast that you would touch their heart, that you would um, hold their hand and guide them through whatever it is they're going through in, um, in a special way. And we just love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to the VCast. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Be Still Be Free. And of course, check out our website, www.bestillbefree.com.